0: Welcome back to another episode of You're Already Accepted, a community rewatch. Excuse me. I'm excited today because we have Jonathan, we have Ethan, we have Christian, and we have a special guest with us today. We have Kayla Dixon.
1: Hey, guys.
0: That's it's, my wife. That's Ethan's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Kayla is going to be joining us today. Um, so today we are going over um, season two, episodes nine and ten, um, Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design and Mixology interior 101. Design. So before we get into the A+, I just wanted to say, folks, I have been listening to the last couple episodes, and it has occurred to me that I have been, um, first of all, talking way too fast, and then just having a bunch of little like comments. Take your time, baby. <laughs> Slow down. Um, so that annoys me as much as it annoys you. So I just wanted to thank my co-hosts for being gracious and not calling me out on it. But I'm also going to try to be better about it. You know, that's, We that's, forgive you. We f- oh, thank you. I appreciate that. There's going to be a soundbite know. of like, aw. Um,
2: yeah.
0: But, you know, guys, that's just what happens whenever you don't have enough attention given to you as a child. Whenever you're the middle child, that's what happens. So um, who wants to do the synopsis today? Let's just have Kayla do the synopsis. Like based off. No, I'm just kidding. Based off of the name Conspiracy
2: Theories and Interior Design, what you think it would be. But no. Go ahead, Jonathan. Oh, uh, OK. Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design. Um, people say I like I like can't earth people say <laughs> that i'm not cutting this people say <laughs> that I, I slur my words and I, honestly i have but i think it's because people said like oh you slur your words i'm like no no so <laughs> he's not drinking know. we promise etc yeah. etc et <laughs> et cetera. Et cetera. um no but with conspiracy theories and interior design we have two main plots one abed and troy build a uh, pillow and blanket fort um pretty fun pretty good like fun side B plot. And then not also, a lot of plot to
3: it though. It's just yeah, kind no, of there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just kind of there. <clears throat> um, but then also we have the main plot, which is Jeff uh, pretty much fix, like fakes up or makes up a class to get a credit. And it turns out that the class isn't real, but he still gets the credit for it at first. But then they realize all of night school isn't real. And then we get into all what's up. I would just say that a, a history or
0: conspiracy theories in American history class being a history major, that that would have been really cool to take. Mm. So I am kind of sad that it's Agreed. not a real class. But uh yeah, it's honestly Jeff, good good for you for
2: for going the extra mile to try to fake the credit. Yeah. It's I mean, it's on brand for his character. For sure. It's, it's pretty funny. But uh in terms of A plus stuff, um <sighs> I just love <laughs> with Professor Professorson, and he's like, Well, I think I you know, I, I used to be a student here at Greendale, but then i uh what do you say I, I faked uh i made up
3: a class to get a credit just like you yeah and then, and then to I had, make I, filled, I had to make up other classes for that professor and then and i had to fill those classes with students yeah. which honestly is like huh kind of makes sense in a way yeah right it, yeah. It,
0: it's fitting that the, the theater professor would do that right yeah. the drama yeah.
2: teacher would do that <laughs> <laughs> this is night school and like it's all that like that giant room where he's just computers yeah computers yeah. are going and then yeah but he's like and more and more etc he's like did you just mispronounce etc like <laughs> my latin class was fake too jeff come yeah. on <laughs> that guy like i remember the first time i saw that actor he was in um an episode of law and order svu and like have you guys seen any like the memes about law and order svu where it's like Give well john makes money. the joke about this where he's like uh, like there's a guy moving boxes, and like the side character who happens to know everything that happened with like the, <laughs> the horrible crime. He's like, "Oh, uh, Johnny down the street, I know him." And it's like, yeah, like <laughs> he was he played that guy in an oh, of, the the informant. Almost, well, he was also yeah.
3: in a season one episode of Community, though. right? Because he's in the one where Troy and Britta are makes up, Troy makes up
0: having trauma. Yeah, yeah, they're class.
3: in like an improv class, oh, and Troy yes, makes yes, up the trauma yes. of like he got like, mm. yeah.
0: See, I was wondering like. I couldn't remember if we'd already talked about that episode or if that was coming later. Yeah, Right. Cause it's like, so do does community expect the audience to be really dumb and think that we're not going to remember that or, or what? I
3: like, think I was thinking
0: about that too during this because I was
3: like, the, granted that was just Troy and Britta that were in the class, but like surely they've seen him around before. Right.
0: I guess if I, he's I he's a think theater about that he's, either. He's, that like you know. that Troy and Britta wouldn't have known that he was doing that to. Yeah. Annie but you and still and would Jeff.
3: think that Jeff and Annie would have, you wouldn't
2: right now I, I get there that. i get during that. the day so kind of a
3: plot hole whatever but anyway bit,
2: yeah. continue uh but yeah that final like shootout scene um <laughs> again pretty can you walk us through all the different people who get shot oh gosh can today?
3: you can you walk us through can, that because i'm you? still a little confused too. so so <laughs> yeah. for
0: context it's supposed to be um sort of like the the culmination of all of the conspiracy it can Conspiring that everybody does against each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Dean's just on everybody's side, basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which is I the most. I
3: don't know what
2: I'm doing. <laughs> would this tootie wear a time hoodie? Yeah. yeah. i don't that... said that to like, wear this well, would that yeah. this not, hoodie... not like, I wish this, like. <laughs> 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 what's, what's the name of his book? Uh, the the Dean, Dean Dangerous. Dean Dangerous. The that this desk
0: was a time desk okay so i actually i actually looked that up because i was like "Okay, that has to be a reference to like dune or like hg wells or something like apparently like that's just something the writers made because like a lot of the community like forums just admit that like the dean tries to sound really cool and doesn't (laughs) like that's actually a pretty cool line like that's the most profound thing the dean would ever write and he did it completely accidentally yeah like (laughs) but so the final shootout
2: yeah so um i'm trying to remember Annie, okay, so originally, <laughs> Annie and Jeff, no. So Annie Jeff? shoots...
0: Professor Berg. Professor
3: Son first, a.k.a. shot yes, Garrity. Yes, yes,
0: yes, Shoots him mm-hmm.
3: because they realize that the dean is behind it. So they bring the dean in. Garrity, or Professor Son is sitting there. Annie shoots him, fake shoots Professor mm-hmm. Son. And then the dean shoots Annie. Right, shoots to get Annie. Jeff. To, to make Jeff think that he's... Had an actual gun. Right. Um, and then... Uh, let's see.
0: Jeff shoots the dean <laughs> yeah. to get at Annie. Yes. For and then being He's like, what
3: the heck? Yeah. It was so, a gun. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and she then... shoots Jeff. Right.
0: Because no, then the police officer comes in. No, she does shoot
3: Jeff. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah.
2: you thought Annie, Annie, you know, little, little... <laughs> Annie's got a <laughs> that gun. That was yeah. good.
3: That was a good, like, yeah. yeah.
2: I waited all summer for you. That's for believable. You're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she shoots Jeff
3: right,
2: to make right. the dean
0: right. freak out. Yes. And then I think... And then Garrity gets up and says, okay,
3: I think we're done now. Right. And then the security guard comes in and blows away Garrity with the shotgun. Yeah.
2: They're fake guns! (laughs) And then,
3: and then, in 100% of uh, fake gun-related accidents, the real victim is the person with the fake gun. (laughs) And scene.
0: Do you have breakfast plans? I do (laughs) now. I do now. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sean, we are still on for Thanksgiving, right? Just talk to your father, Craig. (laughs) Okay, and that line is really funny, too, because Uh, the professor is like never if you accidentally scratch the dean's car never say that you'll pay him back with acting Mm because he's supposed to go to the dean's thanksgiving to act like the dean stole his girlfriend (laughs) which I think is we kind of get a hint of the dean's sexuality because he doesn't want to admit to his family he
3: hasn't come out sexual, right
2: Um, so that yeah that's very clever I Mm -hmm. like that which like that that's something I love about community because like that's a very like that could be in itself its own movie like I'm like kind of like an artsy like a insular art house like almost bottle movie where it's like oh this guy who's like successful in his own right right is going to his family to tell his family about like or opened up to his family about his sexuality right. never done before and like um you know and it, like just like they can you can call like talk to your father right, right. Like, or but that that would but- be a kevin james
0: rom-com where he plays <laughs> at, at a a drama <laughs> professor and the whole the whole movie is just him owing the dean or yeah. the equivalent of the dean like <laughs> Oh, this is him pretending that the dean's gonna save his daughter from a burning fire or something like that, you yeah. know. But yeah, I, I
2: definitely agree with that. That could be a whole bottle episode. And then, but they and then they make that into a joke, like just just talk to your father. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite things with this show. Like, let's see. Um, but yeah, really, that final shootout was just. I, I I go back to like there there are a few scenes in the show I like repeatedly. YouTube like mm-hmm. this is one of them like community shootout scene shootout conspiracy episode.
3: It's <laughs> up there with the paintball first up paintball yeah. episode where Shane comes in and is you know, shooting and, and there's so
2: much drama. Yeah, yeah, That's just, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And like, again, this, yeah, this is one I, I consistently see like really popular amongst fans. One second, I'm taking a water break. But I do feel like if, if it's kind of like in the off
0: season of football, Where you like start looking up football highlights, you're like, man, I could really, but it's like, man, I really need to do
2: another rewatch of community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is, yeah, this is one of those for me. What about, what about y'all? What's some good stuff?
3: No, I mean, this is a brilliant episode. I just, I think the acting, especially by Joel McHale and Allison Bree and, and, uh, I'm blinking on the Dean's actor name, Jim Rash. Jim Rash. Yeah. Yes. Like I say Craig Pelton, Craig Pelton as <laughs> <Yeah>. Craig Pelton, <laughs> Pelton. comparable. <laughs> like they have really good acting in it. And like you talk about the Annie scene where she's like gonna fake shoot Jeff, and she's like Annie's got a gun go now. Yeah. You've shown me along all summer. Like it's kind a of a believable, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's. I mean, we don't. If you're watching this for the first time, you think she's actually telling the truth. And in a way, maybe she is. Kind of like mm-hmm. has like half feelings. Like she right. kind of is speaking from the heart. Uh, but great acting all around. I really like to, even though like the Troy and Abed plot doesn't have a lot of plot to it it's still just a fun like just them being innocent and like making a pillow ford and then like getting everybody involved in yeah. true community fashion and troy has a couple really or troy and I both have a couple funny lines when they're in there like when uh Annie and jeff are uh chasing uh professor professor son through the pillow ford and troy is like you should really check out our silver ice museum while you're here yeah <laughs> and then the chase scene is really cool and they have like the turkish district yes. and then like britta Oh hi. It's like yeah. I've seen
0: in three hundred whenever the hunchback
3: goes yeah. tent. And in Cersei's ten. And then the Latvian independence parade. Like they have all the proper permits, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> or uh I think is is it Leonard that's in there and Abed's like Leonard, you can't be here. you ordered three fording strikes
2: against yeah. you. <laughs> well also something I loved about like the whole the whole fort like idea was it it they they went through it just enough. Not too much, but like they went through the fort just enough to notice that like or to make like have the little the little bit of joke in there that like they're just crawling like through the floor on their <laughs> knees like it was they, just they, but they play it completely straight though like, right yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real chase scene yeah. so they're just like oh,
0: I've got to go <laughs> <laughs> honestly oh community does really good chase chase chase, chase scenes and I think I feel like the showrunners saw this as like just a sort little of like a throwaway like episode and that's what inspired the whole like you know Civil War documentary yeah. Um, cause it's, it's, it's too like too on the nose for it to be just like com- convenient that they did yeah. that. Right. And
3: honestly with that, like, I want to kind of, this is something I was going to talk about later with the extra credit, but I think like this is a good point. I honestly, the blanket city looks really cool for one. like, I would love that be kind of, fun, yeah. Like, and like, there's just so many details and stuff that, yeah, it's just such a community thing, but like, it's so yeah. cool that they did that. <laughs> there but, are like but, traffic signs in there. Yeah. Too. There's like a turn. no U-turn sign yeah. and they have like you know, all this stuff thought of like a parade and tur- Turkish district. And I know we have this and then we have the the fake war documentary with the pillows versus blankets or whatever fight. But I wish there was like a third one in between. Kind of like we get like multiple paintball mm-hmm. episodes where like they make this like a yearly thing. Like, all right, it's the yearly Troy and Abed Blink. Kind of like the Halloween right. Ice in Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine. And like kind of explore that more of like where that's the main part of the episode and like kind of like a meow, meow Beans where it becomes mm-hmm. like the society. <laughs> yeah, uh, And you know, like you have like classes and like jobs and it slowly comes to the point where like it's actually like becoming like a recognized legal city. Yeah. So like where the <laughs> state's like, okay, you have to pay taxes now and all veterans are like, oh, that's two
0: adults. Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah, do that yeah. anymore. Like they, they're, 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 there's like a criminal underground that surely is, yeah. is running. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: I mean, it, it, maybe a little not want it. <laughs> yeah.
3: They could, they could do so much of that and just have like a whole like two-part episode where like it just goes like beyond the extreme. and Right. Yeah. Kind of like Meow Meow Beans, but yeah.
0: that's just wishful thinking on my part.
3: <laughs> I can't wait
2: to get to Meow, meow, meow Beans. That's, that's probably... Yeah. That's, that's season five
0: though, isn't it? Yeah. A, always a, way. But it'll be worth it. Yeah, we will be. What you got, Christian? This was a pretty surprising episode for me. I'd kind of forgotten about it before we before we covered it. Um but there are some good lines that uh, that come out of it. I think the first one is in the the opening study room scene where um Troy and Abba decide to build the blanket fort and Brito's is like kind of making fun of them for being childish and Troy just kind of like as he's walking out like, "We'll enjoy eating fiber and watching The Mentalist." Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me of whenever I was in fourth grade um was in fifth grade we we were in such a small school that we were in the same classroom and we had this teacher who was really obsessed with ncis <laughs> and so she was obsessed with um abby abby but also to- Nozo, tony tony mm-hmm. Dinozzo, and she would be like yeah i've got a date with a with a naval oh, a, a naval military you know that investigator hurts. but she dressed up as abby for halloween and like that's definitely a um a midlife or like you know middle-aged adult mm-hmm. thing to do is to watch a CBS crime drama. Um, <laughs> and be obsessed with it. And be obsessed <laughs> yeah. with it. Like, make yeah. that your personality. Like, I'm going to have wine tonight and, you know, schmooze around with... Well, it was Is Mark Harmon the guy, the old guy from uh, NCIS? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Dan Harmon. Not Dan Harmon. <laughs> not First Danielle piece. Harmon. Yeah. <laughs> not Don Harmon. Yeah, yeah. Not Dan- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think my favorite episode, uh, my favorite scene from this episode is whenever... Garrity slash Wooly slash Professor Sun is um, honestly doing a really good job of playing it off that he yeah. knows uh, Jeff. And um, the dean's like, Really? You're Professor Professorson?" And the professor is like, You know, well, my family name is Professor Berg, but uh, we had to change it whenever we were flinging the Nazis. And I was <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, right? We quote that all the time. We, yeah. we do. Ethan and I will, will say that all the time. Um, and I don't know what it is about the joke. Maybe the fact that, like, it has such dark implications, but it's also just so, like, Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And his last name is Professorson. Yeah. You know, like. And that
3: the, dean, that the dean believes that. Right. That is Professor Burke. Because he's trying to, he's, he's like trying to be PC, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because yeah, like, there's also the layer of it of like, oh, well, it's, you know. I can't, can make... Holoca- like, it's, right. It's a Holocaust. Like, oh, I, I can't, you know, I, mean, I can't like, <laughs> can right. argue with that. It's, like, not, <laughs> it's not racist to ask an
0: Asian man for his qualifications as yeah. a Spanish teacher, right? <laughs> um, I also really like, so there's about halfway through whenever um, Annie and Jeff are starting to investigate Professorson. Um, her diorama, her diorama, which is honestly a pretty For impressive. the diorama, rama mm-hmm. the diorama, rama is about a brighter future. Um, a, a, what is it? A drive to a brighter future, something yeah, like I that. Think so. And so, in her diorama, you have to like start the car and it like drives on the track, which is really cool that the owners did that. Yeah. But there is a part where her car gets bombed, like this little tiny you know Hot Wheels car. Right. But right before that, Jeff gets a, gets call. a phone call. Yeah. Right. And like in a work voice, like, you better, better all tell all your around. friend to stop messing around with with night school. Things will so, get explosive <laughs> and so jeff tackles annie and you think that the whole diorama is gonna explode and then it's just like a little like firecracker inside the <laughs> car but it shows it from like three different parts yeah
2: i, w- I thought my I, okay i thought my streamer was like messing up I no yeah <laughs> up.
0: And, I, and i and i love that because that's a very like mid-2000s crime show crime movie yeah. thing boom, to do boom. of like oh there, here's this one judge who's not corrupt in the city he's on our side <laughs> his car blows up yeah and it shows it from three <laughs> angles but i like how it it makes that sort of, you know. And ridiculous. they even play into the ridiculous where yeah, I, probably shouldn't like I shouldn't have tackled you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> probably not. <Yeah>. <laughs> um <laughs> also I think that um my other A plus whenever Annie and Jeff are looking into night school and it's like all the classes are just kind of like half like yeah. history math of something. One, two three <laughs> math one two three theoretical phys ed. Yeah. AG Yeah. Learning. 101. yeah, learning. Point. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that remind that makes me feel really like I'm not going to use cringe as like the modern version of like, it really makes me uncomfortable because it reminds me of what I call like a big set piece dream. Um, it feels like something that my brain would have had to do whenever I was like in middle school to make my dream feel real. <laughs> like, so, so, so for reference, so we went to um, worlds of fun whenever I was like seven or eight, like we went to the haunt or it was, it was that time of the year it was before the haunt. And then like a couple nights later, I remember having a dream where we were at quote unquote worlds of fun, but, like my brain couldn't obviously, you know, do the zoning and the architecture for all of it. So it's like, oh, well, we just have this one little kitty card that goes around in a circle all the time. And it was like really, it was almost like liminal space, um, the back rooms, you know, sort of thing. And again, I feel like in that dream, if I had a dream where I was in college again, I'd get a class list that said studyology 101 or yeah. like history of something. Yeah. Like, Kayla, do you ever have anything like that where you, where you feel like your brain is trying to like work overtime, anything like that?
1: yeah sometimes I'll have dreams where I'm back in high school and I forget my locker combo or <laughs> or I don't know I run into someone and I don't know who it is, but I kind of have an
3: idea yeah. who it is but in the in the context of the dream, you're like, oh yeah, it's that person,
1: yeah, but, but
0: whenever you wake up, you're
3: like, Who actually who was, was that, that? Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah that's that's so crazy but it, and again it it isn't really anything to do with the episode, but um it, it unlocked that memory for me, you know. Well,
2: it also reminds me of that one episode of Rick and Morty where like they <laughs> put Jerry in that local situation. <laughs> and so they It's think, like five like, percent like, power. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're a man. Like the whole thing. There actually is an Apple award.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, for leaving the class, folks, <laughs> who do you say was was at the top of the class for the Green of Seven? I actually said it was Garrity slash woolly slash professorson. Mm. Um, for the work that he put in. He's not part of the Greendale 7, though. He's not part of the Greendale 7?
3: We've kind of we've kind of broken away from the original theme of this whole uh, section, which is supposed to be the best of the Greendale 7. Oh. It's fine. I'll let it slide. Oh. But I'm going <laughs> with Professor
0: Sun. Continue. Sorry. Okay. Um, But like I said, just for having him just like take it and start like, yes, Jeff is in my class. Make sure you read chapters 12 and 13 of, of Donaldson and I'll see you on Monday. And I'm like, dude, like. I wish that people would do that for me if I'm like trying to make an excuse to leave an event yeah. and be like, Oh yeah, Christian, come on. We're going to, we're going to leave. We're going to go together. Like, cool. or like pretending to be somebody's girlfriend or boyfriend. Mm. Um, that's what I always want to do, do in high school. Yeah. And, like a girl's like, Hey babe, ready to go. Right. <laughs> a girl's like, there's a stalker and she's like, man, I really don't want to talk to him. I'd be like, don't worry. I'll, I'll go with you. You're going to be my girlfriend. I yeah. always wanted to do that and nobody
2: ever let me do it. So, <laughs> um, so professor of is living out the dream that I never got to do. So. I have I've just put in Annie just because like she's the reason the investigation starts. Um, I mean, again, she does a lot of great work in this. Um, yeah, I, I, really, I, yeah, Annie. I agree. Like,
3: yeah, know. I got Annie too. Just the acting is great, and like I said, that speech before she fake shoots Jeff kind of feels genuine in terms yeah. of the character herself. But yeah,
2: for extra credit, um, let's see. I guess we already talked about um, the dean, like dealing with the sexuality <laughs> of this. Family. Just talk to your father. <laughs> that's what, so like that's so good. Uh, what if it actually?
0: What if the post-credit sequence was him actually showing up at Thanksgiving, which would kind of mess with the timeline? He's literally, he literally just brings a dalmatian in on a leash, yeah. and then like he's like, "This speaks for itself," and yeah. then just leaves.
2: <laughs> I also had like so again. This is just something, as we rewatch, like, Leonard's such a dirtbag. Like, (laughs) he stole his son's blankets, and, like, he's losing the point by idolizing him. (laughs) What'd you say? You're missing the point by idolizing him. Yeah. uh so yeah there's that um and then pavel like the side character always reminds me of dr pavel from dark knight rising which i have some, some interest okay we can return to, to a dark knight podcast real fast but i was thinking about this the other day because i watched a video of conor mcgregor like doing a bane impression i'm like that movie came out nine years ago that series started 17 years ago it's so weird that like that the, the nolan trilogy still has so so much like cultural legs that like nine years later someone's like you think darkness is your ally like <laughs> and conor mcgregor did the impression yeah like he posted on twitter so they do like it that. well no it wasn't nah, yeah yeah he was like too, I, he was like you think darkness is your ally he really adopted the dark i was born in like it was too irish that dude. one's kind of gotten
3: too memed though dark Knight rises it's become more like yeah. a, the meme hmm. film of the children and nobody even remembers batman again. so it's mm-hmm. just like literally just the dark Knight, and then the third one's kind of like gets memed because it sucks honestly
2: you don't like dark Knight Rises at all Oh no it blows oh, man <laughs> i i see i i <laughs> Like I still, I still really, I like all three. Like I go, Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises. But
0: yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go fight the guys with machine guns and tanks with our handguns and batons. It's gonna be a fair fight. And
3: let's send all the policemen into the sewers at once. (laughs) And let's not even show Batman for half the movie. He's just trying to climb
0: out of a hole. (laughs) That's where the trilogy went in the hole. If you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, I guess I hadn't thought about that though. That Pavel, like the Polish student at greendale i think i love the fact that he has his shirt buttoned up all the way to the top like, <laughs> what's
2: up
3: guy? <laughs> we've
0: seen him before too right he was in another episode i, feel like I think he was, yes yeah, yeah. we've we seen him a couple we'll try, times after but, this
3: if we haven't
2: already yeah.
3: yeah this is the first mention of fat neil yeah which mm-hmm. i think in the next episode he actually appears too. for some mm-hmm. that they mention him though and then i i just like that weird look at the very end whenever uh jeff and the group are like talking like afterwards about what happened and jeff says that Amy was really good at going off script and britta kind of gives him like a weird look when he says that and i wasn't sure why she would i thought it was just maybe like a throwaway like thing but i looked it up and i guess it's a reference because obviously later on in the season we get the reveal that jeff and britta like a secret relationship so that's what the look was for where she was kind of like oh what do you mean by going off script Mm -hmm. i thought that was a nice little kind of easter egg so Yeah.
2: yeah i was wondering about that so yeah
0: Yeah, I, I already already threw my uh, extra credit in as I just think that the would that this hoodie were a time hoodie, like (laughs) the way he says it, right? Exactly. But but even whenever Garrity says like would that this desk were a time desk, yeah, it it sounds so profound and like something that you know a fifteen year old um, chemistry student would have like as a instagram bio because he thinks that he's really smart and like you know he idolizes neil degrasse tyson he'd be, he'd be like yeah my favorite book is the martian and i also love dean dangerous by uh, craig pelton you know like, <laughs> yeah. i feel like would that this blank word a time blank would be like his his cover photo on facebook or something like that or like the like the
2: like one of his stickers on his uh, like <laughs> <box>. <laughs>
3: right right yeah so In on the, that real quick sorry i did you guys catch the line where jeff says something about after the dean walks away and says i have to go write my book or whatever and Jeff's like that's going to be the worst book that I ever read cover to cover. Right. Why is why is he going to read the book?
0: Cuz he cuz it's so bad. He's like, "Oh, it's just it's, it's like watching a movie off of this TV or watching Yeah, but I, I
3: can't believe Jeff Mystery would science... say that Sorry. doesn't seem like something he would say. Oh, you like, think, like why would he unless Troy he's being sarcastic?
0: Would why would he why would Jeff read the book because it's so bad? I, that's the only maybe. thing he like, But Jeff I doesn't think seem like a reader yeah. to me. Right.
3: No, I agree. I think And like he kind of hates the Dean or not doesn't hate the Dean, but he kind of already doesn't like the Dean anyway. So right. So it's yeah.
0: Like, I don't know. But he's not reading it to support the Dean. He's reading it to make fun of it. I know. Right. I, get th- I get the, I, and I the get background. It just too. doesn't feel like a very Jeff. Maybe, I mean, maybe if Jeff. Britta or Troy said it, that'd make more sense. Maybe. Yeah. Or like, oh
3: man, it's so bad. I actually kind of wonder. If they would have, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, Did you have any any marked in red, anything you didn't like about the episode? It sounds like, I mean, for the most part, we like it. I, um, I do have one thing that I, the one scene I didn't like was
3: the speech about blowing everything off that Annie gives to Jeff in the hallway. And then she like, like, what if I blew off walking? what if I blow off standing. standing and she like falls on the floor and then she's like, what if I blow off talking? Blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's yeah. so, uh, that's so cringy. Yeah. that whole scene and just like, doesn't make any sense with the rest of the episode. And it is a little creepy in that it kind of felt like they were maybe trying to like sexualize her a little cause, bit. Like she's like writhing around on the ground. Kind of like, or like the school girl, you know, like, cause then there's that, the joke in the Christmas episode, wherever she's like the, the, um, uh, she dresses up in like the sexy school girl oh, yeah. and sings the Jeff and like the Christmas one. And so they, like, they, they kind of make jokes about that throughout the show. Where, like. Say, Annie's young. She's kind of got like, oh, she's the schoolgirl. Like she's right. some kind of immature
0: and household yeah. guys apparently. Or I don't know whatever. I rem- it's just kind of cringy. I rem- remember this that scene being in a lot later episode. Like I remember that, but I feel like it was one of like season four episodes or something. like that.
3: it gets it gets quoted a lot in the best of Community YouTube ones. But yeah. it's not that funny to yeah. me. No, yeah, no, I agree.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of cringy. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't fit the show really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New girl will definitely do that, but oh, uh, no. New Girl's not that bad. We're not gonna find it. You're, you're right, now, you're but right. But so and I also funny. will say I did make amends with the person that introduced me to the show, which is kind of why I didn't like the show. So I'm willing to give it a, a, a another another go. So okay. I will say that. I will say that. But Call Me Cat, no. Call me cat is definitely oh, okay. yeah, I that
3: can
2: burn to the ground for sure.
3: But in terms of rating, I mean I think I'd give this like an eight and a half out of ten. It's it's a funny episode. It's yeah, it's one of those that when you watch it, you kind of forget how much. Just how enjoyable it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the the final scene with like the, sh- you know, the all the conspiracies and the shootout always kind of gets me again. There's always just like, oh yeah, I forgot that they were mm-hmm. all like conspiring against each other. But even like the blanket fort, you know, I wish they would maybe do a little bit more with the blanket fort. But honestly, it also ties into like the chase scene. So that kind of makes up for it. It's an enjoyable episode. You know, it's not my favorite, but it's up there. It's, it's a fun one to watch and very rewatchable
2: in my mind. Yeah. I think like we're just talking about that annie scene that you like you mentioned with like she's like you know blah, 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 like um it's not like a, uh alien from Rick and Morty, like <laughs> that means please have <laughs> yeah that's why I was a the same party. But like I was I, I got me thinking about the idea of like how you fill your episode like so we take 30 seconds to watch you know Annie oh what if i don't do anything like mm-hmm. we, take, we take 30 seconds like to do that instead of adding it to the investigation or the like pillow fort like right. two elements in the episode that were working so well and like i just think about like i think about that like throughout this episode like you know there's there's five seconds here there's seven seconds here we're like oh that like kind of wasted it exactly mm-hmm. just kind of wa- like so that's kind of my my thing i think this, oh, go ahead. I can say, did
0: you? I feel like you told me this one time, but um, isn't there like a, a number of like, for a successful sitcom, there needs to be a joke that lands every so many seconds and like community hits that really well? Like, cause you don't wanna I've go, that. I don't know you, the I, numbers. Yeah, right. Like, I, I feel like I've heard that. It's that like every
3: 10 seconds or something. Every that, 10 seconds. Quick, yeah, that
0: quick. you don't wanna have a joke too quickly because then it just feels like you're rapid firing, but you also yeah. don't wanna go too long because then you lose the audiences. And I feel like this episode, it's too long between good jokes, mm-hmm. like there is that yeah.
2: filler, yeah, I agree with for that. sure, and so like that's kind of that's that's how I feel like with this episode um hilarious concept, I think <laughs> the idea of Jeff faking classes, having a fake professor not having night classes all that hilarious, the blanket for hilarious, but in terms of actuality, how much did I really laugh? I didn't really laugh that much I, I was I, it was enjoyable you know um but i just yeah it didn't really get me laughing that much so i'd probably say but again this is probably this is a top tier like a like a tier community episode for me so nine out of ten okay yeah i i agree i feel like i feel like this episode
0: is a lot longer than 20 minutes Mm -hmm. like it it just feels to stretch out between the start of the episode with Um, Jeff not getting credit for history, you know, and then the end of of the point. Um, And it doesn't feel like it's a fulfilling long episode either. I feel like because I watched this, I've seen it a couple of times, obviously, like on my own, and then I watched it twice before we did this episode. um, And it felt like both times that I watched it that I was just missing something at every point. Like a lot of times if I'm just like watching a show, like I'll I'll be playing Xbox and I'll just have the show on my laptop in the background because I've already seen it and it felt like whenever i was watching it that that was going on like i got to the the end is like i feel like i'm missing something like it just it just it didn't land the way that a community episode should mm-hmm. um but it was still a great premise it was um a lot of fun concepts that the show handled really well um i think it did an effective job at what with what it was dealt with so uh you know this episode is about conspiracy theories that's the name of the title (laughs) so uh, if i had to give this a rating i would give it a um lizard lizard people in the deep state out of fake moon landing so you know one one of the better conspiracy theories but it's nowhere near you know the absolute best on, on that so um
2: is the moon landing fake though like great question
0: uh, they hired Stanley Kubrick to do it and he was such a perfectionist that they made them shoot on location. <laughs> I've heard that from the type of people who would uh, idolize the would this hoodie wear a time hoodie. Yeah, um, that, That's the same type of person who would say that. So, um, Kayla, do you have a rating for this episode? Did you Did you watch the episode?
1: I actually did not watch the episode. I do like the show. I, d- I don't watch it as often as he does.
0: <laughs> Fair. But <laughs> so, what what would you rate the episode based off of what we talked about? It
1: sounds kind of interesting, but I know what Jonathan's saying, like not laughing that often. I don't want to watch a show if I'm not going to laugh. So, I probably would not write it very well, even though it's fun to think about conspiracy theories. um It sounds like there were just some weird parts, and the Annie scene is, sounds like it was kind of weird. And they could have used that time for somewhere else, it sounds like. So, I'd give it a seven out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> For not seeing it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. She gives it a seven for not seeing it because a seventy. Per, okay, yeah, the, the, uh, the, uh, jokes over. Jokes over. I'm uh, canceling. What the joke. a teacher! Gosh, <laughs> teacher, I hardly. <laughs> so uh, so. Oh gosh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> stick and move, stick and move. So, mixology one hundred and one is episode ten, and uh, this episode, Troy is turning twenty-one. He um, well, th- I- he's about to turn. He thinks he's turning twenty, right? Because his mom. Told him that everybody's he, ten for two years, and <laughs> fifth grade started for everybody. Oh no! How many <laughs> lies have I been living? Um, but that's that's really the main plot. Is that the, this is one of those few episodes where the whole Greendale Seven is at this in the in the same plot? Mm-hmm. Um, so they want to take him out for his birthday to give him his first legal drink. Um, Britta and, and Jeff both want to take him to their favorite bars. Um, Britta wants to go to the Red Door because it's a hipstery dive. Um, Jeff wants to go to L Street because that's where he goes. It's you know sort of. Um, underground and, and pristine. Um, Annie is 19 in the show. Alison Brie is a lot older than that. Um, but So she I has to like, use it.
2: I was looking up her age. She's 40. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Which, is, which I guess,
0: guess that's why dang. it doesn't really bother me in the show with Jeff and Annie because I kind of forget that she's supposed to be 19. 19 yeah. Right. So if they would have gotten like Taylor Joy, is that her name? I Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy. Yeah. She would have been like 12 when this came out. <laughs> yeah. she's not I, mean, as old now. I mean, but like <laughs> yeah. if that was the equivalent of like she's 19 or she, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Somebody who was actually close to that age, that would be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, eh, gosh, in this episode, <laughs> she needs a fake ID to get into the bar. Abed is just along for the ride, honestly. Like he's just kind of there <laughs> um, at the bar. He is happy to talk about um, the Last Starfighter. Yeah, Last Starfighter. But a gay man's hitting on him. Um, I it, was that I was about. it is Farscape, Farscape right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he quotes the Last Starfighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Pierce, Pierce just—he doesn't even get to be in the episode. He just gets yeah. stuck at the door. Yeah. Um. So you could tell that uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Harmon are probably clashing whenever that episode came out. It's like you know what, Chevy, screw you, get it. get out. Yeah. And then uh, Shirley, this is actually really sad. Shirley spends the whole episode going around the bar that they go to, which is the ballroom, um, because they put photos of all the really drunk people on the walls, and she's actually in them, and it the episode doesn't tell you like what part of her life but i think that it's implying that after andre left her she like hit rock it looks product. recent right yeah and so she spends the whole episode like trying to take the pictures so people won't see them mm-hmm. um and then they end up finding them anyways right and they end up finding them anyways yeah. kind of a sad end of the episode yeah, yeah. and uh, this episode i'm going to say it i think we're all pretty pretty in agreement of like how we feel about the episode I really appreciate like the heavy lifting that it does for me personally, like of being somebody who's 22 and like trying to and going through that stage of life, life recently. Um, but in terms of like my A plus, a+, uh, I like the sort of the play on bar names of like you know it's either an ironically gross name or a fancy one. Oh, ballroom. the ballroom, yeah. right? <laughs> on the count of three, and in the most unoffensive bar that you've ever been. One, two, three. Flanahan's Hole. Okay, we're gonna go. Um, then also, I pointed out that okay, and the, at the end of the episode. Troy is driving Jeff's car home because everybody else is drunk and Troy didn't actually get a drink Joel McHale is acting drunk but we've already seen Jeff acting drunk in season one so that means that Joel McHale is a good actor because he's acting drunk as Jeff but that means he's also good at acting bad drunk does that make sense because in that episode uh, I think it's the season finale he pretends to fake, he fake drunk calls it's not, the, it's not the finale it's like right before that Okay, part. right, yeah. and it's, it's intentionally bad But here, it's actually believable drunk acting. So that means that Joel McHale is a great actor because he can act well at acting badly, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. I also just like that in that same scene, you know, Jeff and Britta are making out. Ethan, you referred to the fact that they're kind of like secretly hooking up and they're doing it right in front of Abed and they're like bumping into him and you're just kind of like like looking over, like, (laughs) stop it. And then whenever Troy gets back in the car, you know, it's just completely silent and Abed's like, Britta and Jeff are making out. What? I'm not a uh, co rack. I'm not a co rack. Yeah. And then Troy's like, oh, Abed, no one likes a tattletale. And I don't know. I, I, I like how that encapsulates all four of those characters that Troy is like, oh, he's a man now. And Abed is just, you know, he's, a, he's still a person even though people don't treat him like one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Britta and Jeff, they're supposed to be the, the
2: fancy hipsters doing all that. So, you yeah. know, those are my A plus scenes. I liked, Or uh, well, I guess I have a question. Who do you think had the worst night? of like the, of like our greendale seven mm-hmm. so we have i guess jeff and britta kind of do the same thing they argue the whole night um over like the same bar of the same bar, oh, well, and
3: over like what's a what's a good drink that's
2: oh you, you don't yeah. order that don't order seven seven that's a grilly drink or whatever. i guess they agree on that too mm-hmm. but yeah uh troy he like doesn't really get to one i guess he doesn't really get to feel like part of like being an adult with like Jeff and Britta. Cause like everything, like he thinks like, Oh yeah. They're like, no contradict that. Like, Oh, I should do this. No, you're wrong. This, mm-hmm. this, is well, like, he, he, thinks you. he thinks that they know everything about being an yes. adult. Yeah. And yes. that's what the kind of the theme of the, the, the episode. episode is really, they don't know anything more than he does. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. And so yes, he has to take everyone home at the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Abed um, gets hit on by a gay man and then gets <laughs> a drink thrown you know, on his yeah get drink okay his face and- i i do want to cut in right
0: there <laughs> screw robert that's the guy's name screw robert not because he's gay because he he's the typical nice guy but like in the not like you typically think of that as like a heterosexual thing like he's hitting on on abed and then whenever abed says no he's like all right you stupid b you, you know fine get out of my life he throws the drink in abed's face like what the heck? Yeah. That's that's awful. That's yeah,
3: I don't. I think it's supposed to. Be, he doesn't really realize that Abed's Not lacking. You know, is right. lacking in social cues. Right. I don't think that he didn't realize that. But, like but still, like,
0: I don't feel like in a normal setting you would do that to somebody. You know. No, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I get and it, it. like, it's played off as a laugh, but like, that's actually a really terrible thing to do. Is like, oh well, he didn't accept your
2: advance, so you're gonna like throw your drink on him. Like, it was it was funny. Uh, like a little part of like their whole back and forth when he was like, maybe we should you know wormhole this play this conversation to a different place. Like. And I was like, "Wormholes different than teleportation." He's like, "Just trying to explain that to you the whole time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, was like, like, <laughs> "You idiots!" <laughs> oh gosh, um, yeah. So for me, I'm, um, I guess what there's Shirley with the pictures. Yeah, yeah Shirley. Yeah, Shirley and uh, Pierce. They like, <laughs> which that's another thing with the Shirley like part of it. Like they never really, don't really like helpfully resolve that in the end Right. Yeah, that bugs and, me. Okay.
0: Also, that was my other screw. Screw the Greendale seven for not being supportive of her. Yeah. Because they're just like, oh did you forget some photos, Shirley? And granted Brit is drunk at the time. But I'm like, no, like you've got to realize that
2: like this is a dark part of her life. And you've got to realize that like she is she feels horrible about it. And yeah. you're right. It doesn't ever get resolved. I uh, see I thought like at the end of the episode, like oh Troy would like, oh, before taking everybody home, they stop at Shirley's place. Like I just because fig- thinking of this show, i f- um they usually kind of bring things around like at least the community itself is going to they're going to treat each other well and -hmm. fix it but like yeah there's no fixing it they don't go back to it she and pierce have a good you know where pierce finally says thank you shirley
0: you're welcome because he's because he's too proud to ask for help right yeah getting stuck in the door (laughs)
3: yeah that would have been especially because we're already seeing at the end like the theme is that or the points that oh troy's become a man he's you know he goes and tells annie that he thinks she's you know he's a good friend to annie and supports her and then whatever so you're yeah, having that with with shirley too or maybe Troy goes up by and just says hey sorry about earlier you know whatever and they have a nice moment would go a lot farther and just wrapping it up and like hey troy is a lot more mature than people realize right know, mm-hmm. i agree i think that was a kind of one of my biggest pet peeves with this episode is like the lack of resolve for that yeah because they spend this whole time like basically making fun of shirley for having a drunk Right. You know, a, a drinking addiction. I don't know if it's addiction, but whatever. Right.
0: It's mostly played off for jokes. And then she just
3: leaves and gets right? mad and like they never talk about it again. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. Why does Shirley get to be, why
0: is she always the yeah. punching bag? Yeah. Yeah. Because the like it's a joke of like the bouncer's like, hey, hey, Shirley, welcome back. And she does like the cartoonish thing of a grab, me. grabs him by the shirt like, you don't know me, okay? <laughs> and like, again, that's played off as laughs, you, you know? I feel like they could've, there could have been an actual em- emotional beat of like, mm-hmm. oh like Shirley didn't want to come tonight because she has a tie to that. Um, did you do your a plus already? Even?
3: No, I think we were just talking about who had the
2: worst night. Cause we haven't oh, talked about Annie yeah. yet too. So yeah. Annie is she's yeah, pretending, pretending to be, to be Caroline
3: be... Decker from Corpus Christi, Corpus <laughs> Christi,
2: seven, eight, four, one, eight. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> so her kind of her struggle with is that she's realizing that cause she pretends like she's Caroline and that she has a friend named Annie. So she's like, Oh, Annie has everything planned out and she always wants to do all this. And she's like slowly realizing, her actual personality is she thinks she has everything planned out and right. Is that kind of where I'm missing something with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That's like
0: the struggle. She yeah. realizes that she's not like as spontaneous yeah. as like okay. as like yep. she could be. Yep, that's right. So worse night, I mean, I think surely just because she doesn't give any resolve, yeah, really yeah. and everybody's
3: literally. kind of douchey to her, but mm-hmm. I'd say Pierce probably has a pretty rough night too because he <laughs> why did and he literally just sits there like nobody else. Comes into him. the bar, right? Like yeah. I guess he says he doesn't want help, but right. like
2: why then surely I don't know. So I about so he's but he's almost wide enough to completely block the door so yeah. that's, that's the other part about him like if nobody enters or leaves like <laughs> just by him and that security guard like look at
0: <laughs> yeah and the bounds are still there whenever yeah yeah so it must have been a really awkward conversation um and it's kind of a weird okay because um at the start of the episode he just like cuts into the cake and like messes it up is that supposed to be like the start of his beat for the episode of like he needs to ask for help but he won't probably that's a that's a good point i didn't, I didn't yeah think i think
3: i think that's what the point is it's just kind of a weird like it's like Im- he cut cake right it's so i look at that more of just like oh pierce is kind of a weird guy who doesn't really have any right awareness but it's also supposed to kind of hint it like he's not able to do all the stuff it's, yeah that's kind of a weird action for them to show to go with but i guess that at the same time he's in a wheelchair like there's only so much you can do, do without with- like making fun of disabilities right know? so right
2: uh, <laughs> do you have any other a plus jonathan um, just a brief line from Jeff and Britta, there was, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shirley didn't want to go to the ballroom. She said that to, uh, like to Britta, uh, to Britta, who's really relayed that to Jeff and Jeff was like, what? Because they don't have plastic menus and milkshakes, milkshakes. And then Britta goes, "What? because they don't have plastic mo- <laughs> menus and, and then Jeff sc- stops, <laughs> stops her that. and says, don't repeat that you goon. <laughs> I just thought like that was just to use goon. It was just appreciate it I do like, like the Jeff and Britta banter yeah. It's, yeah I
3: mean it's supposed to be annoying at the end but it's kind right. of fun mm-hmm. yeah
0: because and because I feel like it's in good taste towards yeah. like that type of person who always has to have like oh I know a place and like oh yeah. I have the best and place.
3: they're not really bickering in the episode like we, in season one remember that was one of the plot points it's like why don't you guys just sleep together ready so you can right. stop arguing and this one it's more of like fun arguing between friends, or like, mm-hmm. no, uh, not the best, you know, kind of more yeah, like they're not right. actually mad at each other. It's Chevy's
0: yeah. better than Ford, yeah. John <laughs> Deere's better than International Harvester. <laughs> at least Brendan and Dodge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what's, what's, what's he saying? The say? GMC guys in the back, like, hey. Yeah. What's he say there? He's like, uh, she's a hurricane. And Troy's like, yeah. It's like hurricanes, hurricanes are bad. bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't but know. That's also kind of fun because it kind of hints at Troy and, and Brit Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in the future.
3: Yeah, the only other like A-plus things that I had, that we haven't already talked about. There weren't that many because this episode blows, let's face it. Uh, I do <laughs> okay, like the very so beginning whenever they're like, to you. And then Pierce is like, how come we only sing the last two words? That was weird. <laughs> that's kind of, uh, I don't know why that's funny, but it was. And then the cake wording, whenever they, they read off the cake wording, wording always cracks me up too. Because I can't remember what it says, but it's like, happy day on which you were ex- spelled from my uterus or something right. or that quote co- coincide. No, it says dessert that coincides with the day you were the day, the birth, the day and year
0: that you were coincides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, I never cry. <laughs> um, Leading the class. I was just gonna say, it's kind of funny that Pierce is the one who points out that it's a meta, like, well, how come we only sing the last two words? Cause he's also the one who, uh, in season one, whenever Brita was, had, had the friend that was a lesbian, like, he pulls out the, the the letter to her about like oh I've been preparing words for this exact occasion and whenever he starts that's when the theme song kicks in so it's just kind of a fun I don't it's probably not intentional but like he's the person it's a little just, meta yeah yeah playing with the time frame of the episode of mm-hmm. like you expect that I'm gonna explain the joke now you expect that they 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 sang the song before the episode cut in but that's, that's literally when the episode starts is that they start singing those two words so. Yeah.
2: um <laughs> For leading the class, Jonathan, who did you have? I think we also had the same person, but Yeah, we just did Troy. I mean, with this, I was kind of thinking like in terms of the, the whole arc of the season, this episode as long as well as the Halloween episode, where like both, both, both in both those situations, Troy's saving the day for the group. And so when at the end of the season, where him and sorry, him and Jeff are like fighting over who's gonna be the leader of the group, I think like Troy one, he's what, captain of the football team. Right. He's like captain up- of the herbs and space experience as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he stepped <laughs> up in these situations. So, like, he has a little more, you know, he's a man now, right? So, it's like he has a little more confidence to like believe in himself that he could be the leader. And so, like, that, that um, conflict in that episode has a little more payout there. So, mm. I hadn't put that together, but that is a good point.
3: Yeah. I also have Troy. I just think his alcohol makes people sad. <laughs> like, that quote is, I mean, I drink. It's not like I'm against alcohol, but it's just, it's, it kind of hits like, man, that's kind of some truth to it. Um, and I like his speech to Annie too. It's very wholesome at the end when mm-hmm. he's, I can't remember what exactly he tells it, but he's just basically trying to, you know, make her build fill her up, build her up, even though she's not spontaneous is what she's worried about. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, she, he calls her a good friend, I think, and
0: just how she's caring and stuff. Very wholesome end to the episode that otherwise isn't that funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm going to launch my leaving the class into my sort of my extra credits and some extra thoughts on the, on the class. Um, I said Shirley as well, um, because, I see a lot of myself in him Um, because the episode is him, like, oh, I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I'm entitled to be an adult now, or until I'm 21. And so he spends the whole episode like listening to Britta and Jeff about like the rules of life. And he's like, "Well, I always thought that plastic milkshake or plastic menus were good because otherwise you spill stuff on it, and your mom tells you you're ruining Bud for everyone." <laughs> um, and he's always, you know, like, "Okay, so I got I got to make sure that I don't have my bourbon with ice. I got to make sure I don't order a seven and seven. You know, like I wish somebody would have told me the rules." And like, dude, I I resonate with that hard. I like. I compare it to uh, being in grade school, and you're in art class, and the teacher is telling you the instructions for the project, and like you're paying attention, right? You're listening, but you don't really know what exactly that's going to be in practice. And then suddenly, the teacher's like, okay, go for it. And you're just sitting there of like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, There's, there's got to be a right way and a wrong way to do it.
1: I agree. I think that is for every stage of life. Like, graduating from college is like, now what do I do? I'm an adult. How do I do this? And getting married and getting a house, it's like, you feel like everybody else knows what they're doing. And you look around and you think everybody's like, pros at everything, but they're really not. Yeah, like, We're where's the rule book?
0: Where's like, yeah. where are all these guidelines coming from? Yeah. Exactly. And that's how I feel like, I feel like I'm in, in second grade, where it's like, oh, well, okay, well, Jonathan's got his scissors out, and he's cutting the construction paper. Ethan's getting his crayons out. So, like, I I guess that's what I should be doing now. But... I don't have like a critic who's going to be right there next to me. Like, okay, Christian, like get this crap together. Like no plastic menus are bad, right, <laughs> right. And so, you know, I, I think I agree that even that this episode isn't necessarily funny, but it's got a special place to me because I do resonate with like that, especially when it comes to like, drinking and alcohol and like going to the bar in particular. Like I used to be completely against alcohol. Like whenever I was in high school, I was, you know, the kind of guy is like, I'm a Christian and I don't go and drink like those people do. So I'm better than them. Um <laughs> and I think even too, like whenever I was in college, I didn't expect, I didn't think I was going to drink When I turned 21, but then like it kind of got slowly introduced to it. Ethan and Kayla actually sort of like brought me along or like, okay, like you can take your time, like, like (laughs) take your time, take your time. Right. You don't have to go (laughs) up the deep end. But then, but then I, but then I realized like, okay, like there's this sort of like this rite of passage that happens whenever you turn 21. Um, It's just, it's just another birthday. Honestly, it's whenever the government decides that you can have alcohol, but that's what Troy is going through. And then he slowly realizes like, Oh, like Kayla said, nobody really has it figured out. You just you you like associate that status with Britta and Jeff because they're the ones who are like telling you like don't order a seven and seven you've already had beer you know go to L Street and I honestly can't blame Jeff and Britta for that either like and, and the episode funny it's played for laughs but like you always want to be that person who's in the know you know like for sure yeah I'm I'm going on a date later today at uh, the time <laughs> of this recording and I was telling Jonathan where I'm going and he was like oh messengers yeah I've heard of that. And I'm like, see, I didn't know that that existed. And I wish that I knew restaurants and coffee shops and things to go do. Um, but I also like when people come to me and ask, like, oh, hey, you know, what office software do you use? Do you use Google Docs? How do you save <laughs> how do you how do you save something as a PDF? And I'm like, Oh yeah, come here. I I can try to do that. Like it, <laughs> for, for your arm around him, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something here about the PDF format Look on here, Google. docs yeah. Right. <laughs> um and I feel like that really speaks to the, you know, the power trip that you go on whenever like you're in the know and you have something to offer people um so i I appreciate that that episode kind of draws that from me um for sure and i mean that's not jeff or they're they're not trying to show
3: necessarily i think i don't think they're trying to like brag or anything they're trying to help like they want Troy to have a good time on his birthday but like Like, from from your perspective perspective. right 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 Right. be like yeah from their perspective hey troy it's your birthday this is what you need to do but they i mean they are doing it with the best intentions they just go about it to the point where i think they're misleading. You know, Troy's misled and thinks, oh, these guys know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he finds out, none of us really know what we're talking about. You know, None of us really know what we're doing.
1: I feel like it feels good to be the person who knows stuff. Mm. Yeah. People always like to feel like, oh, I do. I'm an expert at this. Like, yeah, yeah, come to me for this advice. Let me help you. It feels good for us to help people and to like be that savior sometimes. And I don't know. I think that's just a human thing all around.
0: And I feel like, too, it's kind of the slippery slope of like, okay, does Brita do Britta and jeff want what's best for troy or do they want troy to do what they think yeah is best for him? that's a good mm-hmm. point right yeah. like oh jonathan you know you're wearing a royals hat i think you'd look better in a blue royals hat even though you're wearing a white Royals hat so i'm going to give this to you versus like oh i just want Ro- jonathan to wear what he wants to wear right um that's a weird example but it's <laughs> no I, I follow <laughs> you though off <laughs> the top <laughs> of my head no pun intended right it's
2: actually it's actually a metaphor about homosexuality <laughs> I, wanna wear, I want you to wear the hat that you that you feel like you born into uh, uh, right
0: <laughs> it's not a face
2: yeah <laughs> go go no, royals no <laughs>
0: comment no comment go yeah. royals i mean you're, you're the al central uh you know the worst team in baseball oh, yeah the, the metaphor gets lost in translation right <laughs> bring back to come more <laughs> <laughs> which and i know that from the point of this podcast that's not really trivia and i know we like to do trivia stuff but that those are my thoughts that's not really tied to the episode but that's what it evokes from me but uh, do you guys have any like Other thoughts or trivia? Jonathan,
2: do you actually have any trivia? Let's see. Um, Let's see. Oh, uh, the zip code that uh, Annie says for Corpus Christi is actually one of the zip codes, like for Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. (laughs) Christi. Yeah. Body Christi. (laughs) 78418. Yeah. Yeah. Rep 418. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hold it down, bro. Did you guys realize that the waitress?
3: Uh, at the bar is in the office she's the maybe i don't know she's kind of like a background character but it's the episode where andy gets beat up in the parking lot by the kids <laughs> and then i she i think the lady is like the mom of one of the kids like the little girl mm-hmm. and then she, it's the same girl that like makes fun of pam is like oh when are you having your baby or something like that and she like calls her fat and then pam's like when are you having your kid next year or something like that you remember what i'm talking about
0: yeah, the, yeah i know the episode yeah it's kind of funny how NBC and Fox and CBS all have the same like rotation of actors that you see mm-hmm. on every episode. Yeah. And yeah. And she, she looks familiar. I don't know if it's just from that, that I know
3: her, or if she's been in other stuff, but right. she kind of has like a face, like she's kind of different, not different looking in like a she bad doesn't way. look like an A-list actor. Right. She looks like an, a- she has a very name. unique appearance. They're like, Oh yes, she was the waitress in the bar, mm-hmm. you know, you can recognize her, but yeah, that makes sense. In terms of final thoughts. I mean, it, we've talked about it already. It's, it's a fine episode. It's, I, it's boring to me. I don't, I didn't laugh. It's kind mm-hmm. of boring, but there is the good lesson at the end or some good wholesomeness, I guess. And to it, um, and at, like you mentioned earlier, we get to see really all seven together at once minus Pierce, who's in the entryway to the part the whole time. And I guess Shirley's not really in it that much, but I mean, it does show a lot of the good, like dynamic of yeah. the group where you're seeing, you know, Jeff and Brett arguing, they think they know everything and they're, they can to take Troy under their wing, so to speak. And, um, it's fine. It's just not that funny. I give it like a six and a half out of 10. Again, I Shirley's plot not getting really any kind of ending really kind of bugged me. I was like, this they could have spent like another 20 seconds on that and <laughs> wrapped it up, but they just, I don't
0: know what, if they didn't know how to resolve that or what, but yeah, right. disappointing to me. Maybe, maybe. maybe there's a scene where she's like walking to her car and there's a, you know, there's some like bar pages like, Hey, Shirley, I just want to say like, I'm really glad that you picked yourself up. Like, you know, I miss seeing you around the bar, but it's good to see that you're doing, you're taking care of yourself. Yes. And like something as small as that. Well,
3: even like in the next episode we get, I think it's the next one where we find out that she and Andre are back together. Two
0: episodes. Two episodes. But yeah, two episodes. But yeah, 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 So this
3: would have been honestly like if they could have added like <laughs> another two minute scene, like have Andre show back up and like, hey, sure. Yeah. And so you kind of get that hint of like, okay, that's why she was going to the bar. Right. She was in a really rough
2: spot where her husband left her. Mm-hmm. I
3: don't know. It's you a good know. point.
2: Yeah. yeah. I gave it a five out of 10. Similar idea episode <laughs> I was in a bad mood when I wrote it, so. <laughs> I'm usually in a bad mood when I watch it. Like, I don't know why. Whatever. So I wanted cool. to give this a
3: six out of 10, but I was in a bad mood, so. <laughs> yeah. I, but you, you guys talked me out of it, so yeah. I'm gonna it go a five. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: but, but yeah, this is uh, just a very, like, eh kind of episode to me. Um, very passable. Um, yeah, again, not, nothing very funny. For me, um, kind of just kind of just frustrating to watch. Not a bit, not a big fan. Especially
0: after a, b- a good stretch of episodes that
3: we've yeah. had.
2: After you know, you had to have
3: a bad one eventually. But- yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit different because again, I like to be the guy who thinks he's profound and has a an insight to everything. Um, the episode wasn't you know stellar, but I do feel like there are some good points that you can pull from each character and sort of like what they're dealing with. So, like I said, that that rite of passage of turning 20, turning 21 and like. Just you can't know what you don't know, so needing somebody to tell you that for Troy. Um, But then, like Annie and Abed both have like different approaches to the same issue, which is like, do I need to change who I am and my personality and the way that I act to be accepted by others? Because like Abed, he's just unapologetically talking about whatever he does, and he gets rejected by or you know he rejects Robert and that kind of ends badly. But then Annie is like, you know, yeah, you know. I'm playing up Caroline Decker as this like, you know, uh roadie who, you know, is spontaneous and lives on the edge, but maybe I should actually be Caroline cuz cause who, cuz cause who Annie is is just sort of, you know, not not who I want to be. Um we already talked about, you know, kind of Kayla mentioned like it feels good to help people but it's also a power trip if you do it for your own self which is Jeff and Britta um, but then even Shirley has you know that feeling I like, think it's it's frustrating to not have people understand the hard times that you're going through um, mm-hmm. because there's never an excuse for like whenever you mistreat people or whenever you like snap at them because um, Shirley does like she's like give it to me give it to me you yeah. know like give me the photos but like if people aren't willing to kind of like meet you where you're at like if you've been going through like a hard stretch like it's frustrating like yeah. when when you can't have someone to give you a little bit of grace towards that. So, I feel like for this episode, um Troy's birthday, happy birthday Troy. I'm going to give it <laughs> a um 15th birthday, getting your driver's permit out of driver's license at 16. Yeah. Because think about like what are the the birthdays that everybody looks forward to the most? 21, 16, um 18 maybe even. And 15 is where like you have a lot more freedom because you can go drive but it's not like nobody's ever excited to turn 15 besides just getting their permit so it's not an all-time episode but it's it's still got some merit so i'm going to give it a give it a 15th birthday out of out of 21 birthday so